0: Hey, Abbott, what time is it? It's time for the Abbott and Costello Show. We're on the air for ABC here in Hollywood. Well, what are we waiting for? Let's go with the Abbott and Costello Show.
1: Abbott and Costello Show, produced and transcribed in Hollywood tonight for your listening pleasure with Susan Miller and the music of Matty Mallet. Hold on to your chairs, folks, for here they are, Bud Abbott and Luke Costello.
2: E-E-B-E!
0: All right, Costello, stop that yelling. What have you got in that box under your arm? Abbott, I bought myself some nice green shorts. I love green shorts. Abbott, in fact, I've got a pair on right now. Uh, you dropped your package, Costello. Pick it up. Uh, uh, Costello, you lied to me. You're not wearing green shorts. You're wearing purple. <laughs> Abbott, if you had to squeeze all the way around what my shorts have to squeeze all the way around, you'd be purple, too.
2: <laughs> hey. Well, never
0: mind that. Where were you all day yesterday? Well, I was out at the racetrack. I had a hunch on a good horse. Did you put the clock on him? Yes, but he kept kicking it off. (laughs) Talk sense. What do you know about horses? Ah, but I was born on a horse. How could you be born on a horse? The stork refused to carry me. (laughs) Did you bet on any horses? Yes, I bet on a horse that finished first in the seventh race. Boy, am I mad. He finished first in the seventh race? And you're mad? Why? The horse started in the fourth race. Well, it was still a thrill, Abbott, to see him with all six legs driving across the finish line. Six legs? How six come... legs. Wait a minute. How come six legs were driving him across the finish line? Short horse, tall jockey. <laughs> <laughs> well, Abbott, I've got to get down to the city hall now. What, what for? I made a speech down there this morning and they presented me with the key. What are you going back for? Well, I washed my hands. I've got to get the key back. Go oh, quiet. <laughs>
1: Before the boys get rolling into high gear, here's a fellow with a special message for you.
0: I called your house last night, Costello, and you weren't home. Where did you go? Well, I was stepping out with Susan Miller. I took her to the Little Coconut Grove. The Little Coconut Grove? Where is that? It's in the basement of the regular nightclub, the Coconut Grove. <laughs> That's a fine place to take Susan Miller. Uh, did you go anyplace else? Oh, yes. Then we went to her house, and we sat on the sofa, and she read to me out of the Encyclopedia Britannica. She's been reading it to me for over two years. Encyclopedia Britannica? Uh, that doesn't sound very interesting. For the first two years, it wasn't, but this year... We're up to the birds and the bees Birds and the bees, that's ridiculous That's the kind of stuff they tell kids to teach them about life Didn't your mother ever tell you about the birds and the bees? Yes, and I took her seriously I made a fool of myself What what do you mean? The next night I went to a dance and everybody laughed at me I was the only guy there dancing with a woodpecker (laughs) A woodpecker? Yes, sir Right after the tents, I took the woodpecker home. I was walking through the woods, and a ferocious skunk attacked me. Well, you're more than a match for a skunk. Uh, did you let him have it? Well, it was about even. Uh- <laughs> Costello, why can't you be serious? Why can't you do something worthwhile? Something to help people? I did. Our neighbor's wife ran away and she was gone for six months and I went out and found her and brought her back to her husband. Did her husband give you anything for bringing her back? Yes, they're taking the stitches out of my head tomorrow. (laughs) Uh. Hey, you, are you, Luke Costello? Yeah, that's me. Well, I've got some pictures I'd like to show you here. Do you recognize this picture? Yes, sir. That's the entrance to Griffiths Park. Yeah, well, who's that going into the park? That's me. And who's the girl with you? That's Myrtle. Do you recognize this picture? Yes, sir. That's the fountain in Griffith Park. Well, who's that standing beside the fountain? That's me. And who's that you got in your arm around? That's Myrtle. Do you recognize this picture? That's a bench in the park. Uh, who's that sitting on the bench? That's me. And who's the girl you're kissing? That's Myrtle. Yeah? Well, Myrtle, I'm Myrtle's husband. What are you gonna do about it? I'll take a dozen of these, six of those, and have this one enlarged. <laughs> wise guy, huh? Well, I'll be out in the alley waiting for you after the show. Okay. If you want to get tough, okay. But remember, don't bring any of your gang out there to help you. That's okay with me. I'll be there alone. You're darn right because I ain't going to be there. <laughs> Just have a stuff you folks. You'll do anything to get a laugh. Why don't you get him a job at the filling station? Oh, what could Norman do at a filling station? With that big nose of his, he could replace a gas pump. Now wait a minute. He has a very sensitive nose. He can stand three feet from a table and smell cheese. With that nose, he could stand three feet away and cut it. Costello, Norman comes from my wife's branch of the family. You know, my wife and Norman both have the same nose, and they're very proud of that nose. Well, there's enough there for both of them to be proud of. Believe me.
3: Why, you little high-hipped hippocritical hippopotamus! I heard what you Bigger said. Bigger
0: type, they need. Bigger type.
3: Uh, I heard what you said about me.
0: Costello, apologize to my wife. I'm sorry I said anything about your nose, Mrs. Abbott. After all, lots of families have big noses.
4: Oh, well, that's all right, Costello. Do big noses run in your family?
0: Only in the wintertime. <laughs> Don't bendy words with me, Mrs. Abbott. I'm as sharp as a horse. Let's face it.
3: You're the biggest horse face I ever saw
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> That's telling
0: you, honey You certainly got a head on your shoulders Too bad it isn't on our neck <laughs>
4: Oh, you should talk Get a look at your hands They're all thumbs
0: I can't help that I'm a retired pinsitter You should see my toes I only got eight toes uh, Only eight toes? You see, I come from a very poor family And you also come from a very ugly family.
4: Yes. Your Aunt May is the ugliest woman in Patterson, New Jersey. How did your Uncle Mike ever marry her?
0: It wasn't his fault. When he met her, she she was catching for the Detroit Tigers, and she didn't take her mask off until after the wedding.
4: (laughs) Uh, Buddy, uh, Buddy dear, tell him how you met me.
0: Honey, the day I met you, you fell straight from heaven. Yes, it looks like she landed on her face.
4: (laughs) Oh, you should talk, you puffed-up pickle-puss-pelican
0: <laughs> Now, honey, Costello can't help it if he's ugly there's, there's nothing new about it
4: Well, he can stay home, he doesn't have to roam around
0: <laughs> For your information, Mrs. Abbott My face in Gregory Peck's face came from the same mold
4: <laughs> Yes, but yours is moldier than his So <laughs> <laughs> long, tubby, see you later
0: uh, you'd better be careful what you say to my wife, Costello. She's a pretty powerful woman. Yes, she's got a lot of muscle. Oh. She got those from training. All her life, my wife has wanted to be a boxer. Well, she got a good start. She looks like an Airedale already.
3: <laughs> ah, there you are, gentlemen. Gather around close. Step right up. I'm selling the wonder medicine, Dr. Hiccup's Magic Pickup. How does it work? Well, you take a drink. First you hiccup, then you pick up. What do you pick up? Your hand. It falls off when you hiccup. <laughs>
0: Uh, who lets these people in here anyway? Now get out of the studio. It's the policy. Policy, that's... fine.
3: I got just what you want. Policy? The latest policy from the Hollywood Life Insurance Company. Look, right look, here. I don't
0: want any insurance. Now get out of the
3: studio. You don't want any insurance? Shame no. on you. Suppose you drop dead tomorrow. What's going to happen to your wife? I'm not married. Not married? I represent the Searsucker Matrimonial Agency <laughs> of Schenectady, New York. Here you are, girls in all walks of life. I can let you have a blonde, two foot two, with eyes of blue. Give you a redhead with beautiful pearly teeth. A nice brunette with right, skin like a peach. All right, all
0: right. I got plenty of girls. Hey,
3: how would you like to have one with a face for a change? Now get out of the studio, will you? you give me a headache Headache? Fine Here you are I sell aspirin tablets There you are Take <laughs> two of these tablets And here's a glass of water Come on
2: now Drink the
3: glass of water Drink it right down That's the boy Ha-ha <laughs> Fine that, <oops. laughs> Whoa, whoa, whoa Wait a minute hey, My dear man <sighs> I made a mistake that time I shouldn't have slapped you on the back I made you spit out some of that water Here what was that that fell out of your mouth here? What was that, one of the aspirin tablets? No, I dropped one of my teeth. Teeth? I represent Dr. Bergman, the friendly dentist. Walk up two flights and save $10. Get out of the studio. It's guys like you that are making me lose my hair. Losing your hair? I sell hair tonic. Get you know out right? of the studio. The finest kind of hair tonic in the Will world. Will you get out of the studio?
2: Don't,
3: don't, don't drink
2: it. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't drink.
3: You shouldn't have drunk that hair tonic You put that on your head My dear man, that hair tonic is wonderful It'll grow hair on a billiard ball Grows grow hair on a billiard ball? Yeah, of course it slows up the game a little But it's great stuff (laughs) That's wonderful hair tonic I've been using that stuff on my head for 15 years
0: You've been using... You've been using hair tonic? Yep The back of your head looks like an empty parking lot (laughs)
2: I've
0: seen more hair on ten cents worth of bacon
3: (laughs) Will you get out of the studio? If you don't get out of here and leave me alone, I'll kill myself. Suicide. Good. I sell revolvers. Here you are. Here's our radio comedian special. There you are. The radio comedian special. This gun is guaranteed to kill anybody living with one shot. It will kill anybody with one shot? (laughs) Yes, sir. Go ahead. Shoot it. Okay. $5. Here's the $5. Give me the gun. There you are. Right (laughs) here. Oh. (laughs) What's the matter? How do you like that? I fired a shot and you're still up. I didn't even kill you. Well, certainly. I sell bulletproof vests. Here's one right here.
2: (laughs)
1: Well, they deserve a breather after that one, so let's take a minute right about now to listen to this. And here is Susan Miller, singing star of the Abbott and Costello Show, announcing her availability as she sings the latest Robin and Arlen musical hit.
2: Forever.
4: Since the world began, woman was made for man. Where is he? Where is the lover for me?
2: For every prince,
4: there's a princess. For every Joe, there's a Joe. If you
0: Nastella, what's the matter with you? Why are you looking so worried? Well, I must have made a mistake on my income tax last month. I just got a letter from Washington. Oh, that's nothing. Lots of people get letters from Washington. Containing a floor plan of Alcatraz. Quit worrying about yourself. I ain't worrying about myself. I'm worrying about my Uncle Mike. He got knocked down by a truck and on the way to the hospital, the ambulance crashed into a brick wall. When he got to the hospital, he fell off the operating table and fractured both his legs. This morning, he broke a mirror. So what? Do you think he'll have bad luck? (laughs) Don't worry about him. The doctors will fix him up. Modern surgery is wonderful. Yes. Last year, my Aunt May lost her big toe and they grafted some skin off her nose and made her a new one. Well, that's wonderful. Only now, every time she wants to sneeze, she's got to take off her shoe. Forget about your relatives. They're just a bunch of lazy loafers. They are not. My brother Pat is working. What what does he do? He's a snob in a barber shop. What does a snob do in a barber shop? He brushes people off. (laughs) Oh, dog sense. Why don't you get yourself a job? It's about time you started working. Look, I don't have to work, Abbott. I'm a horse player. I got a system. I play the jockeys. Yesterday, I bet on Midgey Shields, the greatest jockey in the world. Did he win? He's the fastest jockey in the business. Well, did he win? He come in third. Well, that's not so fast. It is when you consider that his horse came in eighth. (laughs) You idiot, you can't make any money at the racetrack. Oh, I don't know. I had a pretty good day at the track yesterday. You did? Yeah, a fella gave me a ride home. I... (laughs) I think some of them races are fixed, Abbott. Why do you say that? Well, one horse was carrying a jockey that weighed 200 pounds. They had lead weights hanging on his saddle. His tail was tied to the starting gate. Well, what makes you what makes you think the race was fixed? That horse won. <laughs> that settles it. You're going to quit fooling around and get a job. Well, hello, boys. Well, it's Susan Miller. Costello, tomorrow's Susan's birthday. What are you going to get her?
4: Oh, I could give you a hint on something I need, Costello. Okay, what is it? Well, it's something warm and soft. It's something a girl needs on a cool evening. And when she puts it on, everybody stares at her.
0: Now, where am I going to get a hot water bottle with sleeves? (laughs) Costello, you've got to give Susan something for her birthday. I know. Susan, I'll get you a sterling silver back scratcher.
4: A sterling silver back scratcher? I wouldn't have any use for that. Why? Well, very few people have sterling silver backs. <laughs>
3: so I'm <I'll bet> so.
0: <laughs> She's mad at me because I took her driving last night and we parked near Malibu Beach and then we went into the wa- we went into the water. Swimming on such a cold night? You don't think? If you thought about about uh, uh, thought about it, you wouldn't have gone in the water in the first place. If I'd have thought about it, I wouldn't have let the car roll off the cliff. I- <laughs> I don't blame Susan for treating you like she does You're stupid and you're lazy I don't think you ever worked in your life Oh, I did so I once worked at a chemical factory One night just before quitting time I mixed a batch of TNT with DDT And nitroglycerine And I put in a small flame under it And went home The next day I couldn't go to work Why not? I couldn't find the factory Well, enough of this nonsense Here's the one-hand section of the paper Now, look it over and find yourself a job Okay mm. Mm. <laughs> Hey, this sounds like a job I could handle Wanted salesman to sell Upkid What's up, kid? Nothing much, what's up with you? Uh... <laughs> hey, this sounds like a job for me Wanted man to head atomic division Of nuclear interplanetary visualization Of microscope of molecules and radar department No experience necessary <laughs> You mean it? Give me that paper Hey, look at this There's a whole column of jobs for babysitters Now, I'm going to get you a job as a babysitter Come on, let's grab that bus Whistle for the bus to stop
2: <whistles> did, did you whistle for me? <laughs>
0: I whistled for the bus You did
3: not That was a dog whistle I know Because I used to be a dog I used to be a Saint Bernard dog what
0: happened? Did you lose your liquor license? A uh, young man, you're not, you're not a Saint Bernard. Oh no, I've been going to a doctor. I used to be a Saint Bernard, but I'm not a Saint Bernard anymore. I'm much better now. Now I'm a Pekingese. Uh, <clears throat> uh never mind him, Costello. Whistle for the bus. <whistles> huh? Are oh, you? You shouldn't whistled like that.
2: The doctor warned me. You shouldn't have. I don't know. All right, Costello, let's run for
0: the bus. Well, Costello, here's the first place that advertised for a babysitter. Go ahead, knock on the door.
4: Well, hello! What can I do for you?
0: Get a load of this gorgeous dame, Abbott. Pardon me, Miss. What did you say? I said, what can I do for you, lady? Costello wants a job sitting with your baby.
4: But I don't have any children.
0: I wait. There must be some mistake. The ad in the paper said a babysitter was wanted at this address.
4: Oh, that must be for Mrs. Jones on the seventh floor.
0: Abbott, you go up to the seventh floor and I'll stay here with this lady. No, no, you don't. All right, then I'll stay here with this lady and you go up to the seventh floor. That's different. I'll be right back. How do you like that? After 20 years, that line finally worked.
4: (laughs) Oh, you're so clever. And you're handsome, too.
0: And you, fair lady... You're the quintessence of loveliness. Your azure, you and eyes are like the languish waters of the fabulous Nile. Your ruby lips are like the fiery rubies from the terbessing mines of the Genghis Khan.
4: How can you say that?
0: I got writers who went to college.
2: <laughs> <laughs> You're
0: so romantic. I'm crazy about you. And that's something I don't tell every girl Why? I don't know every girl
4: (laughs) I think I'm gonna give you a kiss
0: Ain't you afraid of them new kissing germs?
4: Kissing germs?
0: Ain't you heard of virus sex? (laughs) Costello Costello Uh, That job on the seventh floor is taken. Come on, we're going to uh, answer the next ad.
4: Oh, before you leave, Chubby, I'm going to kiss you goodbye. Come here.
0: (laughs) We're off again,
4: (laughs) How's that? (sighs) I'll kiss you again.
2: (sighs) And
0: again. Meet my friend, she'll
2: knock your head.
0: Costello, I'm getting tired of all this. How do you like that? I'm doing all the work. He's getting tired. Well, here's the house that had the second ad for the babysitter. I hope the job's still open.
3: Well, what do you mugs want?
0: Abbott, yeah, I don't like the looks of this guy. Look, he's holding the baby. Uh, lots of lots of men hold babies in their mouths. Uh, <laughs> quiet, uh, quiet. I'll handle this. We we came here in answer to your ad. Costello wants to be a babysitter.
3: All right, come on in. I'll introduce you to the baby, Junior. This fat guy is going to be your babysitter.
2: <laughs> hey.
3: Uh...
2: Hey.
0: <laughs> I think he likes you, Costello. Okay then. Baby, Costello.
1: Don't
3: Come touch the, the baby. Baby. Don't touch the baby. Behave yourself. He seems to like you, Costello, so you get the job. Every hour you give the baby a spoonful of cod liver oil, like this. Here, Junior, take the oil.
2: <laughs>
3: How do you like that? Spits it out every time. Junior, here's another spoonful. Take it or I'll give it to Costello
4: <laughs> i like to see you do it
3: Oh, no, no,
0: no, 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 no
3: Come on, take the cod liver oil
0: No, I don't want that stuff I
3: don't, I don't want it, no Open your mouth, Costello, here No. <laughs> now, and the next time you refuse to take the cod liver oil This is what you're going to get Come here, Costello. I'm going to teach this kid a lesson. Junior, just you watch what I do to Costello. Ah, Oh, oh. Abbott! Abbott!
0: Well, Costello, this farm is the last ad on the list for babysitters. Well, boys, did you come for the job of babysitter? It's still open. Abbott, you take this job. I don't ever want to see another baby, sit. Oh, no, all right. I'll sit with the baby, mister. Have you got anything Costello can do? Why, sure, Mr. Abbott. You will sit with the baby, and Costello can clean out the chicken coops. <laughs> I'll be back from town in a couple of hours. Well, I got my work all done. I wonder how Abbott is doing with the baby.
4: Ah, hello.
0: Hello. You're pretty. Who are you?
4: I'm the baby. Who are you?
0: I'm the jerk who cleaned out the chicken coops.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Stick around. The boys aren't quite through with you yet. They'll be back after a final thought on this subject. Abbott and Costello with the final word.
0: Folks, the contest we are running on our Saturday morning Abbott and Costello Kids show now has a jackpot of over $29,000. Get in on this contest, folks. We believe it is the biggest contest ever, and for the greatest cause. The purpose is to combat juvenile delinquency. And by entering, you can win a $5,000 mink coat, a $5,000 airplane, a $3,000 trailer, a live baby elephant, thousands of dollars worth of diamonds, and loads of other big prizes, totaling over $29,000. Listen Saturday morning over most of these stations. Good night, folks. Good night, everybody. (laughs)
1: Listen each Wednesday night at this time for another great Abbott and Costello show, produced and transcribed in Hollywood by Charles Vanda and featuring Susan Miller and Maddie Malnick's orchestra. This is Michael Roy saying goodbye until this same time next Wednesday. Be sure to stay tuned for the outstanding entertainment which follows throughout the evening on this ABC station.